This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here at Radio Astronomy, the podcast from the makers of BBC Sky at Night magazine, we're running a special series of daily episodes in celebration of Back Garden Astronomy Week, taking you through everything you need to know to get out and start observing the moon. Back Garden Astronomy Week runs from the 2nd to the 9th of March 2020, but if you've missed it, don't worry. The tips and tricks from the series will work just as well at any other time of year, and you can always sign up at www.skyatnightmagazine.com forward slash backgarden to receive your free beginner's guide. Day 3 The moon is large enough and close enough to Earth that we can see surface details with the naked eye, which is why you might have noticed that the features never seem to change. This is because the time the moon takes to spin once on its axis is the same as the time it takes to complete one orbit, meaning the same face of the moon is always turned towards us, what's known as a synchronous rotation. The effect comes from the Earth and the moon's long relationship. Over their 3.5 billion years together, the two have reached a kind of gravitational balance, resulting in the moon's orbit. The result is that we always see the same face of the moon turned towards us, and so the visible surface features become quite familiar. Although we see the same side of the moon at all times, the moon's phases mean that we can't see all of it, the exception being at the full moon. When the moon is illuminated, you should notice that there are many dark patches on its surface. These are called the lunar seas. Although they're called seas, they're nothing to do with liquid water. Instead, they are large regions of solidified lava. Their dark appearance contrasts well against the light areas between them the regions which are referred to as the lunar highlands. Most lunar seas have Latin names, which are prefixed with the word mare, Latin for sea, though they are just as commonly known by their modern translations. 
For instance, Mare Tranquillitatis is more commonly known as the Sea of Tranquility, the spot where Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin took their small steps for man and giant leaps for mankind. If you want to get to know these sites better, why not try drawing them? Astronomical sketching is a great way to get to know the night sky, as it forces you to really look at what's up there. For the moon, it's usually best to start with a circle already drawn out on a piece of paper. Then, draw the line where the light side meets the dark side and use that as a framework for where the lunar features are. This can be trickier than you would imagine, so remember, this isn't for an art class. It doesn't have to be perfect and you can always start over. Relax, take your time and enjoy it. If you're looking to step up your lunar observing, it might be time to start considering grabbing a pair of binoculars or a small telescope. The moon is of a world of brightly lit areas and dark shadows. Occasionally, these alternating areas of light and dark can create interesting patterns or familiar-looking features. These are collectively known as the clair-obscure effects, a term which means light and shadow. These effects are usually only visible for a short time each month, sometimes just a few hours, so you'll need to look up beforehand when one will be in view. The Sky Guide in BBC Sky Night magazine will usually list if there are any particularly good ones that month, so make sure you pick up the copy to see if any are on their way. One particularly good clair-obscure to see is known as the jewelled handle, which will be visible during Back Garden Astronomy Week on the 4th of March. To find it, look for Mare Imbrium, the Sea of Storms, which is the largest of the lunar seas. Towards the northwest shore, you should see a small semicircular dark area, which has become known as Sinus Iridum, the Bay of Rainbows. A curved mountain range defines the semicircular edge of this bay. These are called the Jura Mountains. When the lunar dawn approaches, the peak of these mountains catch the early dawn sunlight and appear as a beautiful arc of light which extends into the lunar night, producing the jewelled handle. This needs a bit of magnification to see, so use binoculars or a small telescope and you should be able to find it. That's it for today. For detailed guides about what to see on the moon, why not subscribe to BBC Sky at Night magazine? Check out the latest print and digital subscription offers at www.skyatnightmagazine.com forward slash subscribe and discover more great sites on the lunar surface each month. <laughs>